So yeah. your thoughts on this recent engagement announcement? So happy for him. So happy. That's so awesome. What a crazy way it happened to Allie just happened to, by the way, I love Allie to pieces and I want to get her on the show. What would you guys think about Allie joining Kevin and I? Wouldn't that be awesome? It would be. Like, yeah. She doesn't have enough yes. to do already, but every time she's talked to us, the flow is just so perfect. I'm like, please just go ahead and add another thing to your plate. We'll play with us. But anyways, um, uh, yeah, and uh, so she had filled in, Marin had filled in that one time for Allie, and that's when they met, and then they, you know, I think they spoke a couple of times, and then all of a sudden, he's like, I'm going out with, look who I'm going out with, and he held his phone up, I'm like, what? No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this movie and TV star, and, and I'm dating her, man, I really am. She's so cool too. She's great, man. She's so nice. She has a couple of really cool daughters, and one of them is totally into ELO. So whenever we do the all request fest, you know, we're all throwing on some ELO. ELO, nice. Love ELO. Just yeah. a blue sky. Nice. Yes, yeah. please. Exactly. Yeah. So we're doing an EOL show next. Yeah, I would love to do. We do binges every once in a while uh, on the five o'clock thing, and and you know, I would love to do an hour. Oh, over. I heard that the other day. It was amazing. It's fun. I came in in the middle. And I'm like, what are they doing? They played another one. I'm like, and I love the group. And I was like, well, keep it up. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. Well, there was also somebody, I don't know his name, but there was a gentleman you had in after Charlie Watts died. And you guys had this whole like, oh, yeah. minute breakdown. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Just the, just the Beatles, right? Yes. No, no, no. He does. Um, he used to do the morning show, though, um, uh, Christian. Christian Hand? Christian, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. great, yeah. Yes, yeah. And he does that live, and I think he does it with um, uh, uh, out at the Beatles thing occasionally. I think he does that live out there with him sometimes. But yeah, he gets, you know, he just basically gets the isolated tracks from classic recordings and will go through, you know, piece by piece going, all right, here, here's, you know, the drum, just the drums. And yeah, and it's yes. it's fascinating, you know. And so, and I'm I'm, I'm obsessed with music anyway, of course. So I'm I'm always been listening, you know, in the headphones and hearing this over here and that over there. But to hear it isolated, like Christian mm -hmm. does, is just brilliant. So yeah, yeah. But then he layers yeah. it on, and so these are songs times. you've heard your entire life. But then when you listen to the whole deeper yep, level, it's such fantastic. an appreciation for the artistry and the time and the effort that goes into each record. Yeah, mm -hmm. he, yeah. So whenever we can, we get him in to do that and break down. Unfortunately, a lot of times it is when someone passes, like you know, and like Charlie. So that you know, we I started calling him the harbinger of doom because every time he was born, it was because someone died, <laughs> which unfortunately was classic rock, you know. <laughs> so yeah. it's going um, to keep happening, by the way. I know. <laughs> come on, come up with that yeah. eternity yeah. point. <laughs> But um, yeah, so yeah, that was Christian Hand. Though. Yeah, he's great. He's he's another little piece of what makes KLOS super unique right now. You know, it's just a kind of mm -hmm. very of. We try to stay very of the moment and right now. Well, then can we put in sure. a request to him for yeah. people that are still yeah. alive? Of course, I I don't think right now <laughs> for down. some reason he hasn't been on for a while. I don't know. He's always got. He has a ton of projects, and he's you know he's kind of funny because he's he's um. He's like a, a little whirlwind when he comes in, man. He's got all his equipment and he has all his, you know, little pieces on and he plugs in. He's like, all right, we're going to do And he's like, puts his headphones on. He doesn't really talk to you at all, you know, which is fine, whatever, you know. And and then he's like, okay, blah, 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 blah. and then he's, boom, he's gone. As soon as he's done, he's just out because he's got 47 other things going on. So, wow. Yeah. Right. Those 
creative types. <laughs> Does he have a, a Netflix show? Is that him? Maybe. I don't know. Like I say, he's got so many things going all the time. The dude's crazy busy, like always with something interesting. He's like, oh, listen to this. You know, I'm doing this now. These guys got really pissed off at me because I said this song sucked. Whatever. But fuck them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Yeah, he's great. I like him. Well, you guys should have him on. Yeah. You could maybe like do a breakdown on that. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. Put in a word for that. us. Tell him yeah. we'd love to have him on. I will. Absolutely. 100%. I need to get a hold of him anyway. So good, good thing to say, hey, by the way. Yes. So speaking of Allie, um, I know it sounds like you want to have her on, but do you think maybe the reason that she's not coming on is because of the multiple La Bamba incidents? I'm just saying. <laughs> I told her straight up, if she comes, I'll play it whenever she wants it. I'm oh, on the board. I'm on the, you know, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, it might be a, a shortened version as Kevin dives across the board and turns it off. But, <laughs> you know, I'm more yeah. open to playing whatever. So <laughs> can't you lure yes. Kevin out of the studio, lock it, and then play it? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she's just she's she's open to it. It's all back end kind of stuff. Um, yeah. You know, like her timing and you know because she's out there on the east coast so that makes it you know quite a bit later for her for us to to do it live so oh yeah because that'd yeah. be like dinner yeah. time yeah yeah Gosh. and she's like why would i want to do more radio when i could be having dinner <laughs> <laughs> just do it while you're eating man <laughs> right i'm oh, yeah who cares yeah i feel you got like breakfast Kevin... with the beatles you got dinner with ali there you go yeah dinner with ali <laughs> kevin Maybe used to come on the, the air with his mouth full of food like warm for we love to do like, that we only yeah we we both like i you know they and radio school and, and my first couple of jobs they were like don't yell you don't need to scream like why are you and i'm like because it's funny and <laughs> it's annoying and uh and so mm -hmm. we like to do things like eat on the radio that you're not supposed to do never do that because if you say to never do it we're gonna 100 percent do it i mean and they say that now <laughs> but like people make millions of dollars off of eating like asmr type of stuff now so yeah, like, that's true why right? not yes all right exactly yeah. we're not making shit but at least it's fun you know <laughs> yeah yeah. ASMR with Doug the Slug. That's a new, that's a new bit. You've got to turn it way the hell down. Well, <laughs> make it that ASMR. You guys were doing some type of food tasting on the air yeah, yeah, a yeah. year or so ago, and you were getting the, uh, yes, and but you were getting those sodas from oh, that yeah, place yeah, yeah. in Gal Eel Rock. Gal 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 Galco's. Yeah, yeah, I love Galco's. that place. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Awesome. I could spend all day mm -hmm. in there and just buy this, I'll buy this, and all the yeah. candy, all the old school candy that you can't find I anywhere. Know. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I'd like yeah. to bring that back um, at some point. I mean, we weren't the the original idea was to get stuff. I mean, maybe not you know octopus or whatever, but just stuff that we had never had, and then just making that. We don't have a producer; it's just Kevin and I doing it all. I mean, it is it is old school. Mm you know, all hands on deck. So um, making that happen became difficult trying to track down weird stuff that neither one of us had ever eaten. That was the original idea. Um, but when we get a producer, I have three <laughs> people in mind that I want to try and hire. If you ever get one of those human bodies in there, then we could start doing that kind of shit, and kind of expand it. Yeah. Can you break so, that nice. news on our show too? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> 
So you brought up about um, working with Allie again, um, but Bean is actively looking to get back on the radio. Is that something? I told that... Bean any day he wants to come play and whatever. And you know, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, here's the thing: I, 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 like I said, I've been doing it almost forty years, but I stopped a couple of times here and there. Maybe would do part-time weekends on radio, but Kevin and Bean and and our old boss Weatherly have never been out of the business. Really, so like they started. And they've never quit. They've never walked away. They've never not been on the radio. So when Weatherly left, he went to Spotify for a while. I'm like, you're going to be totally bored because his dad owned a radio station that Jed the Fish worked at in Arizona wow. back in the 70s. He'd been in radio all his life, totally. So he would, he did it for like two years and like, this is terrible. I need to get back to radio. And Bean, you know, was like, oh, I've done it for 30 years. It's time to wrap it up. I'm like, you're going to miss it. You're going to want to come back. So, you know, I think he's just looking for the right deal. Really? But he'll be you back think so? That's here, interesting. For sure. Just because it's, it's in your blood. You know, it's what he loves. You know, and he needs to get as much feedback. Feedback is so important, you know, really in, in this business, you know, to be able to talk to, you know, who's out there mm -hmm. and interact with them. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and I think he's missing that, you know, because you don't get it on a large scale unless you're on something like K-Rock in the mornings. <laughs> So. <laughs> so now that Weatherly's back at K-Rock, uh, what what changes is he, is he trying to make? What's he trying to do over there now that he's back? I think he's just trying to shore it back up, but, you know, okay. make, fix the mistakes that, that the, you know, the interim people had made. The You know, I mean, I don't know why anybody would want the job after someone like Weatherly. You just you can't. It just, it's always, I've seen it fail a million times. You know, there's an amazing programmer and an amazing radio station and then for whatever reason that's going to change and i would not want to be the next person because unless you just happen to be really on it or lucky it's probably going to fail for a while it's going to fall you know um but weatherly i've worked with for so long he's whatever he's got up his sleeve you know is is going to be strong and it's going to work and you know he'll do well it was kind of nice when i didn't have him around but <laughs> But I mean, I also have the benefit of knowing kind of where, you know, he's coming from. So that helps as mm -hmm. well, so, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so probably just try and shore it back up and make it, you know, something that is is really relevant um, to Los Angeles. That's what radio is, as it should have been all along and was forever, you know, really talks to whatever city it's in, you know, talks to the city, knows the city, loves the city, talks to the city. That's what they lost in New York. It started a long time ago. They just started getting really glossy. And I'm like, you got to win. They were talking about, you know, getting people in Jersey to listen. And I'm like, well, sure. But if you get people in Manhattan to listen, then people in Jersey will listen. You know, they'll be on board. Oh, yeah. be excited. It sounds like it's Manhattan. You know, then they want to listen because, but I don't know. It got all glossy out. <laughs> got boring. <laughs> Everything got generic. Hey, let's not offend anybody. We have Howard in the morning. That's plenty of offense. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, but that's what he's doing. We should do something like that all the time. It should always be that connected and insane. Well, we talked to Ralph. He kind of brought that up too about the suits and the cancel the cancel culture back then. You know, I know mm -hmm. it's kind of become a thing the last oh. couple of years, but I mean, even yeah. back then and listening to the old shows, thank you, Kevin Stockdale. Um, but you can really hear, you know, it's uh, the songs that could get played. Love Kevin. Thank you for joining him. What else? What an amazing yes. archivist. Oh, we, wow. we yes. would not exist if he I mean, wasn't his... around 100%. No, no, right? 
He's the best. And his so sorry, yeah. No, I'm just as anybody with OCD like that, bless them. Thank you. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, Thank you for caring. Uh, I don't know what I would say. Oh, Ralph, when we talked to Ralph, sure. he was talking about oh, the yeah. suits and the cancel culture and that kind right. of stuff. And, you know, people think it's just kind of today, but it's been going on forever. And yeah. the songs yeah. that we could, that you guys couldn't play that Mike, Psycho Mike would do the parody songs and stuff like yeah. that. And um, yeah. so, or they get played once or twice and then they couldn't get played again. Well, um, K-Rock, unfortunately, was very much in the FCC sites back then because of Howard, because that was our station, too. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, our original, um, the main dude, Mel Carmazan, who ended up going and, and, and combining Sirius, X, uh, Sirius and XM, he left Infinity Broadcasting, which owned KROQ LA and WXRK K-Rock New York went over to Sirius or XM, I don't even remember which one, and combined them. That's why that exists now, because of Mel. And Mel would fight the government all the time on behalf of Howard. He'd be like, no, she has, people want to hear it. Why do you think he has a massive audience? They want what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Leave him alone. And so he was always in, in fights with them, but that, as a result, targeted the rest of our company and Kevin and Bean in particular, so they had to keep it super I mean, Kevin can rattle off what you can and can't say, like no one I've ever heard in this business. I know a couple of people who know contesting and what you can and can't do and say and stuff, like and really know every detail about it. Kevin can do that with, he's like, no, that's, you have to beep out just that much more to, to make it fly because he sat in on well, so many. A lot of the rules are named after him. Right? <laughs> that's right. pretty crazy. It should be. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Well, yeah. um, did you listen to the interview with uh, Allie Bean and Mark Thompson, Mark and Brian, Mark Thompson? Oh, you got no, to. No, I so haven't. Good. I want to uh, listen to that. Yeah. It's a really good. I'm and sure. um, he had mentioned how when Howard Stern came on in California or Los Angeles, but how Howard Stern went after Mark and Brian and not Kevin and Bean. Do you know anything about that? Well, it's just because it was the same company. So oh, I was like, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, don't attack oh. them. They're ours. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Plus, they're a, they were they were you know Mark and Brian being on KLS is rock, so it was more in tune with, um, you know, what they were doing. Um, but I mean, I'm sure if it wasn't, you know, Infinity, if it wasn't the same company, they'd be like trying to take. They would have had Howard would have had fun with Kevin and Bean. The way fun. I interpreted, I love. I mean, I, I was a huge Howard fan. I mean, you know, I. I Howard, to me, is what I would like to be able to bring to the radio. I was able to watch him work when I was there at New York for a while. I was doing afternoons there when he was on mornings. And I, would, I didn't do, I didn't go in and talk to him like all the other jocks would want to be on the radio with him. But I'm like, he, I, why would I want to be made fun of by him? I mean, he's going to not like, you know, yeah. that's going to be his shtick. You always make fun of, you always, you know what I mean? So why do I want to do that? I'll just admire from afar. But, um, you know, so watching him work was was crazy because he, he he kevin and bean were super good at the dump button and doing all that live um but he was a master at it like he would he would say something to someone on the phone and he knew that he has either two seconds five seconds ten seconds or whatever of delay that he could punch and make that little piece disappear so wow. it didn't go on the air and it was incredible i mean the dude was just anybody's just sitting there like he's just totally bored like yeah whatever that 
and then he would light up and then back off and it was crazy to watch wow he was a master yeah yeah it was weird so listening to that that interview with mark thompson he said that he went specifically at him in a specific way but i i don't know i maybe it was just i was only listening to k-rock i don't know what he did to them you know, I remember something, but I don't know what it was either. But yes, I mean, he, you know, he had people everywhere and they would say, here's what they do. And here's, you know, a dumb bit they do that you could make fun of, or here's something personal about them. So he got fed plenty of information from every market he was in, you know, and, and he knew how to work it and he knew how to use it. So I, but I don't know. I don't remember either. I have no idea. Yeah. It was because it seems so traumatizing for Mark. I felt bad for him. Really? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> well, it would be. I mean, that's why, I, I mean, Howard, you know, we were on the same team and I didn't want to go ahead and talk to him because, you know. <laughs> It's fun to brutalize. He's so good at it, you know, and I'm going to have to laugh, but I can do without it. You know, I don't need that. Well, and I think another thing too, like thinking about the way that Kevin and Bean approached humor, like they always came for themselves first. And so like, like I'm trying to picture them going into Howard Stern and like what kind of things he would be able to uncover that they haven't already said about themselves. True. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it would have been an interesting thing if they could have been sparring. Because it would have been, because you're right. And, and that is also, I think, uh, that was the attitude of K-Rock, which is why I fit in. I mean, you know, if you don't take yourself too seriously, you're going to do better in this business anyway, but especially at K-Rock. I mean, you know, that was, you're not, it's, who cares? You know, it's just a, it's just a party and that's just for fun. And they were, they, they were, they are genuinely though. Kevin is, you know, I mean, I, I don't, have anything necessarily because Kevin and I are such good friends to to give him shit about but even if I wanted to it's no point because he just like yeah he's right <laughs> you know <laughs> which is perfect <laughs> that's great that's rare especially in radio <laughs> we bring up a lot of the old moments with that he had on the old show and Kevin was laughing yeah, harder than right. anyone mm-hmm. and then you know yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. He loves it. He, he, you know, he's actually a little disappointed. It was one of the first things when he started at KLOS, he's like, you know, we'll be doing moments with, and I'm like, great, you know, and I'll start grabbing them, but he's more comfortable now for one thing. It's afternoons for a second. He doesn't have 47 people that are really creative and hilarious and quick all around him to make fun of him and push him off track, you know, mm-hmm. which is easy to do. So those moments with have kind of dried up. He doesn't, you know, freak out as much anymore, which is kind of, I don't know, maybe I, I can get Allie on board. I think we could have I'm some more just moments. start like trying throwing <laughs> things at him or doing random yeah, distracting things know, right? across the window. Things, spitballs, water at him, squirting. Right. Mm-hmm. I have to come up with something because I missed them. I had a, I had about 10 of them at the beginning two years ago, and now I, I haven't run into anything in quite some time. He called it 99.5 one time and didn't realize, you know, I'm like, right. what station? What is it? <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, he's doing well, and it sucks. Well, I remembered you guys had like kind of a, a bet going on when he first started. How long would it take before he said 106.7, yes. right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, really? I think, I said I think that's right. Did, yeah. actually. Right, yep. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. Really hard not to. That's crazy. Well, and I think too, looking back from even from Arizona, but like for K Rock itself, just the 
it was it it was a magical little place as far as you know Richard Blade, you guys, mm -hmm. Ralph. I mean, just every, Kimmel, everyone along the way, and yep. then the you know crash and burn with the lockdown. But then that magic got to continue on KLOS, right? And so, yeah. and how many callers call in like Kevin? Is that you on the radio? <laughs> like yeah, oh, love I mean, you guys. You know, like yeah. it's so cool that it was able to get because we had. It was about a year before he was able to get mm -hmm. back on the radio, right? Yep, yep, and yep. So no, people so are still—they don't realize, you know. Once you don't, you know, have it on your presets and you don't listen to the radio much anymore, people are still realizing that he's there. They're like, "Oh, how long?" And we're like, "It's been—I think it's—is it three years or two years?" Two, years. 20, two years. Two years. Two years. So, um, you know, and they're still like not—they didn't know, you know. And we don't do any. Unfortunately, we don't do any advertising you know it was kind of funny one of the things at k-rock back in the day one of the reasons you almost never saw billboards every once in a while we could make it happen was mel comes on would be like you have a radio station why do you need to do television or billboards mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. it's free right <laughs> you make it happen i'm like well now i mean that might have worked in the 80s when everybody would really punch around but now once you don't listen you don't listen Mm -hmm. uh, never go back yeah it's kind of hard to wave the flag and yeah. get everybody back on board but yes very happy that he continued very happy that that he said yes very yeah, maybe you can get a billboard with you and him wearing braces like the old kevin and bean ad yes <laughs> yes i would be totally up for that i'll, I'll bet the artist <laughs> would do it i think we should have yeah, I think we should have like five in strategically weird places, just bizarre. Like we put them up ourselves, like you know, spree. But I always wanted to do that where it looks like and maybe even is something that was just, you know, we just took over a dead billboard. You know, I love that kind of shit. And so get a janky we'll, van. A janky van. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get a hold of those guys. Hey, we're on that network, exactly. right? So. <laughs> Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, going back to FCC rules. Uh, <laughs> confess your crime. Can we touch on that? Oh, no. Can we bring that up? Is that too much? Sure. Is that already been dead? Yeah. No, yeah, I, no, no, no. I, I think it, it's an interesting one. That, uh, you talked about um, rules being named after, and that actually made some textbooks, literally made textbooks, not what not to do for <laughs> radio schools and, and college. Uh, one of the interns brought it in one day, and he goes, I'm in radio school. Look, you guys are in this book. Kevin and Dean and Doug the Slug and um, you know in Phoenix that station like I said was really weird and we would do stupid stuff that everybody was in on like they everybody knew it was bullshit they knew it was a lie and and that so I think that was where that 
you know, thinking came from to even do that particular bit. And they were on the air trying to make it happen, but nobody was calling because they were still new to the station and it was still kind of, so they like, they called their old friend. They're like, Hey, let's do this. I'm like, okay. And I was half asleep. It was five in the morning and I'm like, whatever, <laughs> tell me to say, and we're good. And then later that day, Kevin, later the same day, Kevin called me, he goes, pick up the new uh, LA times. We're going to be in there. I'm like, what, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> And then it just went to hell from there. So that was fun. So we were, I, I, I shelled out $5,000 myself over a period of time to the FCC for that one. And uh, they shelled out a lot more and the station shelled out some. So, but, but you learn your lesson. I mean, K-Rock, you know, again, was so real. That was the problem. And that was the disconnect that, you know, I didn't know I wasn't there yet. And they didn't really hadn't gleaned in on yet um, that you can't pull shit like that on K-Rock, especially back then that it's got to be if it's not real people are gonna sniff it out or believe that it is real you know mm -hmm. which is not what they wanted to have happen at all you know i mean if we had any idea that people would have really bought into it so much like they wouldn't have at ZDP, they would just like fuck you <laughs> bullshit, uh, but you know different station different city and didn't work yeah that, that's such an interesting point i never mm -hmm. thought of that because you just had a different vibe at the old station. Yeah. You did a bit like that and everyone knew, oh, that's yeah, BS. Very. And then you just did the same thing at yep. K-Rock and it was a different vibe and they took it seriously. That's interesting. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then and then when the ball started rolling, the guys just kind of panicked and they didn't want to lose their job. And they didn't know what to do. So we all just sat back and hoped it went away and then it wouldn't. And it became a TV show and then it became, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even a movie, you know, there's a movie based on it. It's some wow. terrible movie. I can never remember the name of it. Um, like a lifetime movie. I, I found it one on VHS. <laughs> wow. It was never made. It was never turned into, it was never digitized. So, um, oh, wow. Very terrible. Yeah. I can't remember what it was called, but yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, live and learn. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've seen the old Robert Stack episode and and I've always just said, how are they trying to do so much with so little? Because there was nothing on it. It was nothing. Well, most of those stories are, you know, on that on those kind of shows. I mean, they just gotta you just gotta, you know, milk it for all you can. And you know, you're always that was another thing that was also very not true in Phoenix that we didn't realize at all. This LA, it's of course, you know, there's news, they're gonna be they're looking for stories constantly. There's 27,000 news channels on the air here. You know, they're gonna, if this content and it's interesting, get down there and talk to them, put it on the air. In Phoenix, it would no one would have even remembered that day that they heard something right. crazy. <laughs> they certainly wouldn't have made the news. There's, we'd never made the news, you know, nothing, nothing we would do. Kevin and I, one time, when we're out on our party show, went and broadcast live from the edge of the Sky Harbor runway, one of the one of the runways. And we're like, come on down and party with us here at the, as the planes are flying right over our heads. You know, and they turned it into a pizza party and people were being pizzas and you were out there for like an hour and a half. And you did something like that at LAX. You know what I mean? Swat I mean, finally yeah. security just showed up and goes, oh, yeah, that's cool. Wow. So, yeah. You know, so that, that would be on you know what's the matter with these people they're trying to kill everyone <laughs> pepperoni can get sucked into the engine and he would have killed everybody exactly exactly that's what we were i was trying to get kevin to get sucked into an engine to see what he <laughs> Next oh, that's time. Cool. i can see you guys throwing pizzas in the engines yeah <laughs> so then yeah, when did yeah. the tides turn when they would have the mall of america west or when they had the 
shit i forget the band the band out in ontario and they're like oh <laughs> the apology yes. tour yes yes oh kevin loves that bit yes. he loves that story uh, you know i mean then uh, that uh, it was it's again like well, how kevin knows exactly that line because he's had to talk to so many lawyers mm. that that was where they finally got to because it's hilarious i mean first of all <laughs> you would think april fool's day you know, and they never talked about this, but of course you wouldn't because, oh shit, Blink-182 is playing and, and it's this new, we got to go. It's it's brilliant. And it wasn't, there was no danger involved. So okay. like you weren't claiming someone was dead like we did with our stupid bit, that kind of shit. So there's a line, there's a line you just I've don't cross to quote Kevin. I heard a guy say that once. <laughs> so that's Kevin's superpower. He knows that go right to the line. He does. He does. <laughs> and I, I've lived in my life that way. So I ultimately respect that so much that he knows where that line pretty much is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's where all those bits are, you know, because you're always looking to do that kind of stuff because it's hilarious. But it know. was so good at the April Fool's stuff. They would always get me. And I'm oh like, my God, I know, right? after they did that, I'm like, damn it, it's April Fool's mm-hmm. Day. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, but so many times. Yep. They're, they were so good. So good. There's an FCC rule about April Fools. Is that correct? Is yes. That... Now there is. Yes. Yes, there is. Yep. So they're more strict on what you can say on April Fools. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because you know, whatever. I mean, it, it is what it is. It, you know, I, I, you know. So I'm looking at things like I'm trying to come up with stuff. I have a right. friend still over at Jack, and I'm like, all right, on April Fools' Day, we have to play the exact same songs at the exact same time, starting at midnight until like 1:30 in the morning. Every single song has to be the same. You know, stuff, stupid little stuff like that that you know just to amuse the three people that happen to notice. You know, and uh, so I think maybe, maybe <laughs> this this year he'll finally do it. So, and then I think we should totally divert you know at, at like 1 30 like he would play something that only KLOS would play like he'll go some crazy deep um black sabbath cut and i would play madonna you know <laughs> just something like that. <laughs> that's what i want to do so i mean but that's what you, you know that's that's my level of thinking whereas kevin's coming up with hey let's pretend that we got this grand opening with a band playing and invite everybody down <laughs> And that team, it was that team, that team of people was just, it's never going to be, no. that'll never happen again, probably, right. never. Because that was, you know, as you guys know, I mean, that was the shit. That was it. That was mm-hmm. the top of the line with those guys. So happy to have a piece of it and be friends with them. <laughs> what if you um, switch right? stations <laughs> on April Fool's? Like, what is what is your dream station to do an April Fool's switch with? Hmm. I mean... I hate to say it because it sounds sort of uh, old school K-Rock. Like if we could go back and do what we were doing in 1990 and I could play, you know, Sonic Youth and then I used to be on the overnights on K-Rock, I would play, you know, like a strawberry alarm clock because it kind of fit at that moment in time mm-hmm. with the music, you know, and the Manchester scene and all that kind of shit. So something like that. I would love to do that. That would be fun. Yeah. You know, be over. I mean, I'd, K-Rock HD2, I think, has so much potential. I mean, nobody knows that it exists because it's on HD2, but you know, that's where you could do the old school, you know, that's where you kind of hear that kind of sound. So maybe playing on that station for a day would be fun. I would love to go do that. Get Freddie on and Dusty Street and April and, you know, all of them from the old days, something like that put together. I was doing HB2, I was doing K-Rock HB2 for a while. I was doing interviews. I did interviews with Daryl Wayne and, um, you know, brought in all those old ladies. Oh yeah, Daryl Wayne. 
a friend yeah, of mine has insane. a bumper sticker from Daryl Wayne. That's how long right. he was listening. Yeah. Yeah. The insane Daryl Wayne. Yeah. 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 Like he has stories, man. K Rock, when it was actually, he was, of course, there and in that room in the the hotel when they 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 didn't pay their bill so they snuck out one night and moved over to los robles so i mean he was there for all of that you know that's crazy that's yeah like the history of that radio station was unbelievable it's bananas yeah and we've only hmm. touched on it just with our, with our little show here we've only just There's so much yeah you could spend the rest of your lives digging out that damn thing it's but it's insane and that's why i love talking to those people you know be like you know you hear new stuff you never heard before just of like how it all like they you know i was like so what is i saw like before you got before you left snuck out what kind of shit were you doing at that poor hotel you know, like they must have hated having you there. And he goes, Oh, yeah, well, we used to, we found out that you go to the ice machines and then you pop open the back and you can pull out the sheets of ice before they get cut into cubes. And so we were taking those big sheets of ice up to the roof and we're throwing them off and seeing if we could hit the, the pool down below, you know, and we'd be yelling, <laughs> Hey, look out. I mean, what? <laughs> uh, you know. Have you read Richard Blade's book? It has a lot of old, old time K Rock stuff. That's fascinating. Yeah, I now I haven't read it. My wife has read it, and it's sitting by my bedstand table. Oh, it's so good. The things to read. Yeah, yeah. Richard's so Richard a really good guy, by the way. I mean, if you, he is everything. He mm -hmm. seems like he's the nicest person on earth. He is the nicest person. He is such a good dude, man. He's a really good guy. He's um, so I can't believe his success because he was telling me um, that he was going to write that book, the autobiography. And he was really excited about it and then it you know came out and it's done so well world in my eyes and now he's written like six things and and then yeah. they sell really mm -hmm. well and he's written his fiction you know which is sold really well mm -hmm. and, and i mean good on you man that's awesome that's crazy so he was not he was like no one's gonna care you know this won't happen and i'm so glad that's not the case <laughs> the exact opposite well and it's fascinating because he's yeah. so smart. And one of the books he has yeah. is SPQR, which yeah. is when the Romans came to the Americas way before the pilgrims yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And his knowledge of history and everything, it's fascinating. Yeah, he, like, yeah. I had and no idea. He was idea. telling me about it as he was compiling the information. You know, he was so excited to, you know, he knew some of it. And then he would like, he said he was, you know, really studying and, and, and doing a lot of research for this book. And he's like, I mean, I don't even know if anyone's going to care trying fiction, but I'm just really excited about it. Except it's going to be hot. You know, he mm -hmm. said it his little accent. <laughs> But somehow, all these years later, he's managed to hang on to. That's interesting. <laughs> he's yeah. still DJing. Like, he'll be a cruel world, for sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and he does uh, weddings on a regular basis. He did a couple of my friend's weddings over the years. And, you know, he always brings it. He did um, Scott Mason's memorial service. And, I mean, it was a room full of people. Uh, the stories that came out about Scott Mason, just stunning. And he just kind of led that whole procession through everything and really kept it i mean he's really good at being you know honest and human as well yeah. he's probably, probably the best of everyone at k-rock at being truly human <laughs> instead of just hey what the some kind yeah. of monstrosity yeah yeah <laughs> exactly. <laughs> kevin had mentioned maybe on the radio when he was interviewing richard blade um just how nice richard blade wit was when him and bean oh, came yeah. into k-rock and um just he was just kind and welcoming and how a lot of other radio stations were kind of petty and 
negative and that kind of yeah. stuff. And so I think that adds yeah. to that magic of, you know, how y'all got along. Yeah. Y'all still we're get along. all really good friends, so, which is, is great. You know, I mean, I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. They, you know, for the most part, I mean, you know, it, it, I mean, and the same thing has been true with KLOS and Kevin and I have sat there just shocked that we, you know, make this transition from the alternative scene to the rock scene. And, and everybody's been, you know, not only at the station, but, you know, on board and happy and, and cool about it and welcoming. And, you know, it's great because um, I don't think that's like, I don't know. I don't, I, you know, we were just surprised. We're just happy. <laughs> we're like, cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but Richard would certainly be, he was always the most, you know, welcoming, absolutely, and most genuine. Well, he does the um, flashback lunch now on Jack. Yes. Which is yep. really funny because he has funny bumpers yeah, and yes. he says still word stuff. It, it's a fascinating listen. Well, that that station and those, everything you hear on Jack is written by a team of, of people, really creative, weird people. I was on that team as well. And um, so everything that he says was, is written by those people, the group of writers. So everything that Howard, the guy's name is always on, on Jack, his name is Howard. Everything he says is, is and what would happen is we would turn in a 25 page uh, writer's pack once a week, each of us. And then we sit in a room and go through the ones that we all kind of liked. And out of what was that you know six people going through 25 pages we'd take maybe 10 lines that got recorded so it's a hell of a evolution process to make that station what it is which is fun it's a fun station it's a great station it's pretty hard to beat actually <laughs> but yeah but yeah so, but he you know he's i mean i'm glad he's still doing that you know i would like to see that on k-rock myself yeah it should be on k-rock shouldn't it i agree but Hey Kevin, Mr. Weatherly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get our we'll get our on him on the phone definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I forget who it was, but someone it might have been Richard Blade. He said when the '90s came and when K Rock really blew up with the alternative stuff, they kind of turned their back on all that '80s stuff. I mean, turned their back hard on it. Yeah, um, some management did. They really wanted to move forward, but those of us that love that stuff—I mean, I—I'm such a new wave punk fan that you know. And Jed, of course, was never going to let it go. So it took a little while, and then you know, the flashback lunch um, made sure that that stayed in the mix. You know, he was on for years with that till he left, and then they ask him, you know, hey, would you come back? But we'll do it over to Jack. You know, and it'd be pre-recorded, so you don't have to be here and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But you know, I mean, I think I, you know, I mean, I heard New Order. Well, I take it back. I thought it was New Order, and then I realized it was the orgy cover of Blue Monday on K Rock the other day. But you know, I, I'm like, <laughs> green, you know, that stuff is relevant. That stuff is hard. You know, the ministry stuff, and you go either either old school mm -hmm. new wave ministry or his his insane industrial phase, which I love so much. You know. Fits, I think. I think yeah. so. I mean, first wave is doing really well. It's one of the big channels for Sirius, and that's you know that's all playing a lot of stuff that Richard's on. You know, half the day, six six hours a day. I don't know if you guys have heard him on there. He's really good. I was going to ask you about the podcast for your show. I know you guys drop segments. Is there any way I could get a full podcast of that? You know that that show? is one of the main things on our list of once we get a producer where we uh, there's i can barely keep up with keeping all our bits and crap straight as it is but 
when we finally get a producer and someone in there that's like, you know, that's a goal is a podcast for all the stuff. It's on them. And we'll just get a hold of Kevin. You know, and he'd be like, hey, you have all, everything we've said so far recorded. So can we, can we filter from you? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Is uh, Kevin Stockdale yeah. one of the people you're considering yeah. for a producer? Oh, dude, man. And you know what? He's He's got great taste in music, too, man. He's turned me on to a couple bands I've never heard of. Old school rock bands from the mm. 70s. And you know, I've played some of his requests on our all request fest. And now I listen to it, you know, in my car all the time. So he's really, seems like I haven't met him. And talk about a radio nerd that yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, yes. when I first, uh, one of the times I came out from KZDP to L.A., was with the program director, assistant program director of KZDP, this guy Clark Ingram, and we stayed in Hollywood. And he had three boom boxes. This is like eighty-five, six, something like that. And he set each one of them just to record stations here in LA. That's and that was all he wanted. He didn't. I'm like, let's go out. We're in Hollywood. Let's go play. Let's whatever. And he's like, I need to get these these all set. And then he realized he didn't have enough, so we had to go down Hollywood Boulevard and find another you know boom box to record another radio station so he had, was record all what he did all day was record radio stations on cassette and i think he still has them all he would go from town to town so there are some pretty oh, I serious love that guy yeah he would he's a great dude yeah very cool Clark is awesome. yeah yeah or may i suggest lightning as a producer lightning you know i i know that i think i can say that kevin has kind of mentioned it to him and he's really happy doing what he's doing now but we also don't have any money you know here in the future there's no money left. yeah we're looking for someone really cheap <laughs> producer really wanted <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, you're willing to just Doug on thing. the corner free producer wanted yeah. <laughs> there's your billboard right there 100 <laughs> right so when all of that we'll have a lot more i i expect to blow up in the show a lot and get things like the podcast going once we can get someone in to help us out Right now, we're lucky to, you know, I mean, I mean, Kevin and I are really similar in not being able to talk and not be able to keep things in our head. Like, he's always forgetting things. I'm always forgetting right. things. I think between the two of us, he remembers a couple important things, and I remember a couple important things, like sponsors, you know, like the whole mm -hmm. point of the damn station is to make <laughs> for the owners. The phone number. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. The call letters. Uh -huh. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Right. <laughs> 99.5, Kevin. Oh, sorry. 95.5. As long as you both forget different <laughs> things, you'll be golden. Yes. I kind of think that seems to be the right. case, actually. <laughs> it seems to happen now, unfortunately. <laughs> All righty, Sluggo. Well, we've taken up a good almost wow, hour really? and a half of your time. This oh, has been so fun. You are a blast oh, nice. to talk to, yeah. well, just so you know. And it's so funny. I mimic nice. you. Um, so I've got a little pet store and I've got my counter and I hear you banging <laughs> on, it the, on the radio. So I'll do the same thing. That's another thing we were told to never do on the radio. So I'm glad you do as well. You're probably not. Really? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so do you want to uh, share with the listeners what other shows you're on? You're also, you're in also on klos in the yeah and, and uh, sirius uh xm channel 33 uh first wave um in los angeles at 6 a.m which is of course pre-recorded uh, until noon 6 a.m to noon but uh, 9 a.m uh east coast time monday through friday on channel 33 and we get to play some all that stuff that we played on garrock you know back in the day and then um cat corbett is on lithium i was doing that for a while on channel 34 which is all the 90s alternative stuff you Ooh. know I mean, 
I'd like to go a little yes. deeper with that myself on that channel too. But um, you know, it's it's and she's great and she's awesome. So she's there, and I'll I'm, I if I ever get any time, which doesn't seem to be happening. You know, I got in this business so I could work four hours a day and just go home. That was the whole point. And now I'm working way too much. <laughs> Nonstop. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I would like to get back to doing lithium at some point. But it's a really good channel. Mm. Some good stuff on there. I feel like these 90s. Yeah, right? So, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. May I make a request for the Friday afternoon drive? Absolutely. Um, I'd really, because I've called in a bajillion times. I'd really like to hear Bad Habit <laughs> by The Offspring. That's a great Absolutely. driving song. It's a great drive. It Absolutely. is. Oh my God. Did you guys hear what he did for us? What Noodles did? He, we were talking on social and I said something about, I think it was Elvis Presley, um, uh, um, Hound Dog. And I'm like, Hey, Noodles, what do you think this is like, this is like early punk. Cause it's like, it's a drum. It's someone screaming. It's overmodulated and a guitar. To me, it sounds like punk. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, what other songs, you know, do you think? And so, he put together a playlist and uh, around New Year's, he came down to KLOS and well, actually recorded in Senate, but you know, played an hour's worth of, of early oh, yeah. rock yeah. that led to punk. He mm -hmm. called it punk evolution. I'm trying to get it sold to serious now, actually, but he is, I love Noodles. He's such a great guy. I've been a big fan of his forever. So yeah, he's very cool. that was cool that he did that. I was so excited. That yeah, I saw that. Another project uh, you have to do. It was fun. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? It's got to stop. <laughs> it has to stop. But it's all good. Yeah, it's fun at least. Yeah. Well, and this was blast. This was a blast. I'm glad you guys asked me. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you for coming yeah. on. This Come on anytime. Also, if you need a plus one for Kevin's wedding, right. we're all available. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the deal is with that at all yet. I, I am They're doing it at the station, excited. right? Huh? Yes, right? It's going to be in the we, studio. We can Richard all be Blade. ordained universal life ministers and just do it. Do the ceremony. Right. Exactly. Get Doc on the phone. Richard Blake can DJ it. That's what is true. Like, you've got, have you've got free, all the options. Yeah. <laughs> they had it on the social club. And it was like, yeah, have Omar DJ it and then have Bean perform the ceremony. <laughs> they I think they wanted, and I can't, I can't imagine really why with all funny. those ideas they would want to, but I think they want to play it kind of low. Oh. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I would think so. But I would think Marin has a really good sense of humor. She's definitely a K-Rock fan, Kevin and yes. Bean fan and all that stuff. So she might go I for think some of the silliness. Honestly, cool. Marin might, because she's awesome. Mm -hmm. She's so cool. So as long as the Mia Logan gets yeah. played too, we'll be good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, see you guys Thank later. You, Thank you, Sluggo. Thank you, Sluggo. <laughs>